0: This portion of the show is brought to you by Umarex Airguns. Check them out at airgunland.com and use the promo code RADIO for 10% off any purchase. If you like what modern Spartan Systems does to optimize firearms, you'll love what TVT Green Engine Additive will do to optimize your cars, trucks, ATVs, boats, and generators. It drops friction by up to 90% and literally flatlines metalware. You get more power, a quieter engine, better fuel mileage, and longer asset life. This formula has actually saved my truck at a crucial time invest in vehicle optimization visit modern use coupon code soto and get a 20 percent discount are critters eating your garden do you have rats in your shed do you like to hunt small game without scaring other animals away or just like to sport shoot with friends then umarex air guns are for you if you haven't shot an air gun in a long time well things have changed And Umarex is leading the way in advanced air gun technology. Just log on to airgunland.com and browse the newest guns and accessories. And if you use the coupon code RADIO, you'll save 10% off any products purchased. That's airgunland.com and use coupon code RADIO.
1: Umarex Airguns. Welcome back to the Spirit of the Outdoors. And on the phone with me right now is my good turkey hunting friend, Michael Waddell. Michael, how in the world have you been there?
2: Couldn't get any better. Just waiting on turkey season like y'all. That's what I want
1: to talk to you about, turkey season. There's a lot of people think you just leave your gun in the shelf and the uh, day before turkey season shows up, you get a shell out, make sure you got your boots ready, and in the morning you go. But there's a whole lot more to it than that, isn't there?
2: Oh, man, there is. I mean, you know, I ain't going to say that you can't maybe do that every, from time to time and get lucky and scratch one on in, but but I can tell you, man, that matter of fact, here it is now. It's early, you know, way before the season, and we're actually talking about, you know, we're waiting on the weather. We're going to go burn some property, and, you know, of course, down here in the south, that's a big deal, make the habitat a little better. Obviously, we planted chufa, you know, back last last spring and summer, so we got some good plots for the turkey. It's definitely, I mean, if you you can definitely make your odds of success way, way higher if you do a lot of a lot of other little added things that, that can help you. There's only a handful of states I know that you could legally bait turkeys, which, when it comes to making plots, you know, if you can plant that chufa and stuff like that, those turkeys definitely congregate around it, man. It makes, it makes you know, it doesn't mean you sit there and you're going to guarantee kill your turkey, but a lot of times you can at least know turkey's going to be in that area because you've got a good food source.
1: Is you've got to go out and you've got to do some exploring on your own and find out where these turkeys are.
2: No doubt. I like to get out there. There's a big difference in scouting for turkeys, you know, and, and listening and, and stuff. And I don't like to bust out a turkey call you know, and start yelping at turkeys because sometimes those turkeys will come. And if I want to get a turkey to respond to a turkey call, I want the first time to be when I've got a gun and I can shoot him. And so, uh, but knowing where these turkeys are gobbling, knowing where they're, they're at, knowing where the turkeys are spending most of their time, I mean, that is a huge advantage versus just walking out there blind on a piece of property or even a piece of property you know a lot because turkeys definitely will, um they will structure habits you know, different stages throughout the spring based on the food sources, based on what's available in the woods. I mean, when it's, most spring seasons start off, you know, the woods are pretty scarce when it comes to food. You got some leftover acorns, obviously food plots and, and uh, are, are real good because the, the turkeys don't have a lot of stuff. They might be scratching, you know, for, for leftover things that's out there in them hardwoods. And, but as the season progresses and the season gets greener, the preferred foods are going to change along with you know, basically where these hens are starting to nest, these turkeys are going to move off into different edges and different thicket thicker areas to be closer to those hens that's nesting. So, uh, knowing where they're out throughout the year is a big, big, you know, uh, you know, tactic to help you be successful for sure. I ain't afraid to call. A lot of people are very, very, uh, you know, they, they're very conservative with their calls, and 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 you're right. Uh, earlier in the season, a lot of times. You don't have to be as aggressive because the turkeys are so fired up. They're so eager to breed that a lot of times it don't take a lot. But if you're going to be aggressive, that's your chance to do it without, you know, causing a lot of uh, deficit and the opportunity to shoot a turkey. So, you know, if you like to make them gobble, you like to, you like to call definitely early in the season, you know, you, you can definitely get them fired on up. And usually as the season progresses, those turkeys obviously have heard a lot of calls and, um, you know, things start to change, and you can definitely tone down your calling. More than anything, the volume, how loud your call is, there's a difference in calling a lot and and calling aggressive and and calling loud. You know, I always throughout the season, I'll call a decent amount, but I call a lot softer, softer clucks, you know, a a lot of yelping, but very soft yelping. Um, And and because turkeys, a hen turkey, even throughout the season, even the summer months, they make sounds, they're always clucking and purring. They're always yelping and clucking real soft. So calling a lot is a big difference than calling loud. Hen turkeys don't call loud, but certain periods of the year. I think, uh, you know, my favorite, one of my favorite calls is uh, is, is cutting, cutting and excited hen yelps. Um, you know, that's something turkeys definitely start doing a whole lot more of as the spring and the breeding season grows near. Uh, and it's just a very excited, yearning type of call. And, you know, and I always tell people, I mean, you got to keep in mind, if you are a hen turkey, If you're a hen turkey and you know it's time to breed and Mother Nature is calling when it comes to what it's time for you to do, the springtime breeding ritual, if she is not by a gobbler but she is trying to find one and she's trying to get that turkey to respond, she's not going to be shy about it. And so when a hen's excited, when she's aggravated, or she's very sexually active, uh, for lack of better words, um, she's going to be very confident about cutting, yelping. And making and making sounds, uh, especially when it comes to trying to draw near or to get a gobble out of a out of a gobble, uh, a, you know, a male turkey. So we got to take that same approach. We got to put ourselves in that hen's position, and then we have got to do everything we can to coax him to, as you heard it so many times, Jim, and, and you tell the listeners, reverse the Mother Nature of getting that gobbler to close the distance and come to you versus you coming to him. Um, but there's a lot of little things. A lot of times I like to call a good bit as I'm walking toward that turkey to kind of basically mimic what Mother Nature would typically do or what the typical situation would be, that he Steady walk into that gobbler, but then get as close as I can and sit down and be quiet. A lot of times you've already met that gobbler halfway. You maybe may walked 80, or 100 yards, calling real soft and, and cut and excited at times, and all of a sudden you sit down. Sometimes that gobbler doesn't even realize that he's made the mistake of walking towards you he feels like you already came to him so uh, a lot of little fun little 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 technique that i've used that i've had success not foolproof because nothing works every time if it did they wouldn't be no turkeys out there <laughs> forget it you know so so whatever's in your vest if you're not comfortable using you really don't even need it and uh and it is having the right tools i mean like i said a carpenter he don't build a house unless he's got him a good skill saw and a framing square and um you know, same with a turkey hunter. You, there's some unbelievable tools out there for the hunter, some unbelievable products, some great calls, some great decoys. So right now, if you you can just pick out a handful of things and really get good and, and understand what those tools are there for you to do and how do you use them, and, man, it will make you, it, it can make you basically a rookie turkey hunter become a veteran in a matter of a of a year, I mean, based on some of the, the tools that we now have available for us to hunt with. And if you know them and you bring them and you prepare for that season and know how to use those tools, there ain't no doubt you'll be filling your turkey tag. I
1: pick areas out during the year even when I'm deer hunting or duck hunting. I listen and I look for signs and stuff and I scout the areas where I think the turkeys are. I try to make my time as optimal as possible scouting those turkeys.
2: And like I said, that's half the battle. And the, and if you know where those turkeys are, keep in mind, I mean, most of us are deer hunters. Most all turkey hunters that I've been around, they started off deer hunting because in some most places there was deer before they were turkey, and there's been a lot of deer hunters. So most of us are deer hunters who have learned to turkey hunt. So that's the time of the year, you know, when you first start scouting your turkeys they're not going to be gobbling they're not going to be vocal so if you can learn how to find out where they are just like we've learned how to read deer sign in in places you know a deer never gobbles we're just guessing and strategic luck in in order to fill our tag on a deer well if you can go ahead and kind of know where turkeys are man you you so far ahead of the game because usually come springtime he's going to sound off but you know, in some cases, especially hunting public ground, you might have five or 6,000 acres or, in some cases, huge tracts of land. So it's, it, the same applies to elk hunting. Knowing where that flock is or that, that early spring flock is going to be is going to put you right in the catbird seat to definitely have a very... Exciting hunt right off the bat because you don't want to spend your first weekend of the of the season, of any season, looking for turkeys. You want to know they're there and know that you're going to be on them.
1: The first time I went turkey hunting, I was calling a turkey in. I got lucky. This is all there is to it because I really didn't know for sure what I was doing. And I was up on top of a hill in the Washtow Forest and I called, and here come a Tom running right at me. I have a feeling it might have been a Jake. I never got a real good look at it. But I thought, well, I need to rearrange and get a better shot at the angle I think he's coming at. And I started moving, and I heard that alarm clock call go off of that turkey. The next thing I know, he was out of there as fast as he can. So when people asked me, I said, the best advice I could give you is you've got to be still and you've got to be quiet.
2: Oh, no doubt. I mean, in more turkeys, obviously, they can see, and the turkey don't have... You know, the sense of smell like a like a deer, but they are very, very, I would say their eyes are, are your number one, you know, tool that they have that's going to make it tough for you to get them. And they have great instincts. A turkey by nature is not the smartest creation God ever put on this earth, but they have unbelievable instincts. They have unbelievable eyes eyesight and they understand what they see so many times what is dangerous what's not right what is right and what makes them content so being still in the woods is is a huge obst- obstacle to, to overcome and knowing when to move at the right times i mean it, again you can't freeze up because you've got to be able to get your gun in position but you got to know when how and where to do that so uh so being still and knowing how to uh to move out there man all those things and it's so hard to teach those techniques you just have to be in on the hunt and understand it. just like your experience you had i mean that one turkey taught you a lot and you're like you know what i know next time what not to do i also know what to do so uh you know just your hunting experiences man every time you go to the woods you got an opportunity to learn something especially turkey hunting
1: by the way i interviewed matt busbus uh-huh. And I told him the Flexstone Freak Nasty was still my go-to call.
2: <laughs> well, man, I appreciate that. I was down at the National Wild Turkey Federation show here not too long ago, and people asked me, that's still my favorite mouth call. And, uh, you know, man, I had a lot of fun working with them Flexstone guys because they were really had an open mind is to let me come in and kind of help design some calls at some good, solid price points that wasn't just crazy expensive, you know, from their friction calls all the way up to their their mouth calls, and, uh, so I had a lot of fun helping design the cuts of some of those diaphragms, you know, just based on me being an old competition turkey caller to a turkey hunter, and, uh... You know some different blends of latexes and different things like that, and so uh, there's a lot of diversity in those cuts and, and latex blends to to hopefully give people an opportunity that they'll be able to find the one that that really can sound like a hen for them because mouth calls are really a they're a tricky thing because you know what what works really good for me, you know. Might be your least favorite call, but there again, what's your favorite call? Might be something I can't get up that good on. So it's kind of one of those crazy things. You, you, you know, you could never go wrong by experimenting to to buy different mouth calls because you know you, you can know how your mouth sits and how your air comes off your tongue and how it resonates on that call. and uh, And different cuts work better for different people. You're going to get better and better. The more turkeys that come in, they let you beat. They let you know where they at the whole time. Then they shut up. And they kind of circle in that little, that little anxious, that little anxious last minute. I'm gonna try to slip up on what, where this hand is, turkey. And man, that will them the ones that when you get, man, they'll tie you in knots, man. But it, them the ones that are really fun to get. When
1: you get in position, you've got to be pretty comfortable with the way you're sitting, so you're not gonna lose sight of that target.
2: That's right, because if you if you can keep your eye on them, sooner or later, that, that your target's gonna make a mistake, especially if you're in some hardwoods. Or woods in general, he's gonna make a mistake, and he's gonna give you an opportunity to get that gun around. And a lot of times, they you know, and, and you might agree, Jim might disagree, but uh, that's the times when you are totally caught. Maybe that turkey's on your hard right, your right-handed shooter. You know, when that turkey starts going behind a tree, or if he goes behind a big enough one, you know, it ain't gonna be one of these gradual getting position. You might have to when he makes a big mistake, goes behind a big tree. You got to immediately shift and shift all the way back around. Do whatever you got to do to get that gun barrel on him when he comes out behind that tree. Be ready to let them have it.
1: Yeah, absolutely right. And there's times I've picked them out, and I thought I knew exactly where they were roosting. And I ended up all day long running and gunning. But eventually, I got my bird.
2: <laughs> that's right. That's right. And how many times has this happened, too, Jim? You, you go in for an afternoon hunt, or maybe you're scouting. You know, maybe you're hunting in those states that allow you to hunt in afternoons. And there you all out there trying to get one down. And, and uh, you been hunting all afternoon, ain't heard nothing, ain't seen no sign. And, and maybe you done fell asleep and, 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 and woke up, you know, an hour before dark, walking out of the woods got you some supper, decided so to go back hunting the next morning, but you was half-hearted at it because you didn't hear nothing or see nothing even before, and I'd be John Brown if ain't a turkey goblin within 300 yards of where you last sit. So it, it, it's funny. You never can tell. And I, I guess that's what keeps us going after. Them turkeys, they, they just drive me nuts, man, and I love it. I, I love to hunt them.
1: They're a lot of fun. Hey, Michael, we appreciate you calling in today. I wanted to talk to you before turkey season because I just didn't know who else to get all the information from the people to listen to. I hope they'll take it to heart. And we'll be back with more Spirit of the Outdoors. Founded on the
0: true passion for waterfowling and crafted on the unrivaled hunting experience, Whispering Oaks Hunting Lodge, located just south of Jonesboro, Arkansas, offers over 10,000 acres of prime, world-renowned waterfowl habitat and is the premier destination for duck and goose hunting along the Mississippi Flyway. For more information on the hunting opportunities here and to reserve your spot this coming winter, contact Whispering Oaks Hunting Lodge today. 901-373-HUNT. Comfort Inn Suites is the hotel of choice for Spirit of the Outdoors radio show. They offer comfort and satisfaction like no other choice hotel. Modern furnished rooms, free wireless internet, full hot deluxe breakfast, flat screen TV, a daily newspaper, pool, fitness center, and many more amenities for their guests. Find them online at ComfortInn.com or call 800-4-CHOICE. While in the Fort Smith, Arkansas area, call the Comfort Inn at 479-434-5400. Comfort Inn and Suites, a great place to stay.